Hello there, and welcome to Code Talk, the podcast where we discuss building code and its impact on residents and business owners in Fairfax County. When building a new structure or making exterior improvements to your existing structure, you will disturb the land. Site-related plans show new construction and improvements to land. The site-related plans are followed by site inspections, which ensure that your land disturbance complies with the applicable laws and ordinances. To explain all this to us more is about site inspections is Carl Perdue. He's a site inspector with the Site Development and Inspections Division. So, Carl, thank you so much for being here and helping to explain to me and our listeners about site inspections. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So, a, a very uh, <clears throat> nicely written explanation of what we're, we're going to be talking about there today. Okay. But uh, hear it from you. When we're, when we're talking about site inspections, is this... This kind of intro that I read is that kind of sounds about yeah yeah about right yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> for the most part yeah that's captures okay. it all okay all right <laughs> so when we're talking about site inspections and you being a site inspector what is it that you do like job duties of a of a site inspector so to kind of sum it up um, what we do as site inspectors we deal directly with the approved grading plans. Um, so the common types of plans would be like your infolot plans, conservation plans, uh, public improvement plans, like a larger type plan mm, for okay, roadways, okay. Um, site plans, subdivision plans, uh, okay. in some cases minor site plans where it's, you know, conservation plans and minor site plans are smaller plans, same okay. with infolot plans. Okay. Um, basically, any permitted project uh, with anything, let's just say around 2,500 square feet or more, and conservation plans are a little bit less than that, but uh, where you have an approved grading plan or where it's required, that's that's what we work with. We work with those approved plans. Okay. Um, our main focus is compliance with those approved site plans during construction just to make sure that the site is built uh, per those approved plans. There's some overlap with other agencies. Uh, we actually work think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. with like Fairfax Water, for example, or Virginia Department of Transportation, the roadways. Um, Fairfax County Wastewater, mm. um, Fairfax County Urban Forestry Management Division. Um, but for the most part, you know, we're looking at the installation of items such as like your sanitary structures, the lines, the storm sewer lines, storm okay. sewer structures, um, you know, water. Oh. Say it again. Oh, so I just said, wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> quite, a, quite a bit. Um, but also like your infrastructure, your subgrade, um, you know, the underlying soils, the sub base, the stone layer for your roadway, asphalt for the roadways, concrete. Um, you also got things such as like stormwater management devices, like your underground detention systems, your stormwater ponds. We're involved with also your best management practices, things like infiltration trenches or, you know, biofilters, rain gardens, that sort of stuff. Hmm. So, um, you know, with regards to urban forestry management, we actually, and VDOT as well, we, we sometimes have them in our pre-construction meetings, um, with urban forestry, it's to ensure that, uh, um, it's primarily tree preservation, but it does have some impact on the erosion sediment controls on site. Hmm. Um, but uh, we also, with with our job, we do, you know, one key thing with our job is the erosion sediment to make sure that we are keeping those soils contained within the mm -hmm. site. We're keeping it clean, keeping it managed, right. or the developer or the owner is. Well, as you're, as you're talking about all this, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of this is things that are not going to be seen after the building is done or the site is done or whatever, you know. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Well, yeah, because there's, there's a lot that goes on during construction. Yeah. Um, some people do catch it. Um, if you work in it, you're aware of it. But if, right, if, yeah. if you 
you don't work in it, it's you're looking at something that's kind of foreign, but it, there's a lot that goes on. Yeah, like storm drains, the erosion, I mean, stuff like oh, yeah. that. And things it's a that lot you're... of stuff you don't see that's below yeah, the ground. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, a lot of, wow, a lot of things. Yeah. But we're also, while we're out there during that construction phase, we're looking to make sure that there are no hazards or safety concerns. Mm, okay. um, we also work with homeowners when they have concerns, with like especially with new construction. Um, you know, they might see changes to their neighborhood or concerns about stormwater, mm-hmm. um, that sort of stuff, or the erosion mm-hmm. that's happening mm-hmm. while on site or erosion sediment controls. But um, we do work with them to kind of explain things or to kind of smooth things out or explain just what is actually going down sure, sure, sure. during construction and what it's supposed to be like afterwards gotcha. as well. Okay. So, um, I know on, on Code Talk, we, we talk a lot about code, we don't, you know, <laughs> cite it, you know, chapter, verse, you know, subsection, subparagraph, that kind of thing. But with your work, site inspections, are there specific codes that that you're looking at, and and with enf- enforcement, et cetera? Yes. <laughs> so that's a good question. Um, I, I usually do the work without thinking much about it, but when when you do actually ask that, uh, there are codes that we do deal with that... Uh, Just second nature to you. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what it is. Um, it, you know, you really got to kind of dive into it, I guess, and really look into it. That's a good question. But um, just a couple samples of what we deal with. Um, I guess it's the Fairfax County Code of Ordinance. I'm not even sure that's the right way to say mm-hmm. it, but I mean, it's it's the Fairfax County Fairfax Code. Fairfax County Code, yeah. Yeah, and, and that's something I wasn't totally aware of. Um but uh, one one example is uh, like Chapter 46, Health and Safety. Uh, some of what we deal with, like standing water and mosquitoes, it kind of deals with mm. the grading that we do on site. Gotcha. So, you know, 48 hours after a rain event, is there standing water? It is a potential uh, issue for mosquitoes, that sort of stuff, a breeding right, ground for mosquitoes. Right. Um, chapter 63, that's excavation and utility line. So basically the, the health and well-being of the county or its uh, residents, um, there to basically protect them, uh, to prevent interruption of essential services resulting from destruction of or disruption of um, or damage to underground utility lines during excavation hmm. or demolition. Um, we've got Chapter 101, which is the subdivision provisions. That's that's a lot of like what we deal with, mm-hmm. subdivision plans and mm-hmm. just info lots in general. Hmm. Chapter 104 is a big one. That's um, erosion sediment control. And that's, oh, yeah. that's the main stuff while the construction is actually taking place right. while it's still in dirt. Right, yeah. right. Uh, chapter 107, problem soils. So, you know, third-party geotechnical testing. Oh, wow. Um, yes, and that's all the stuff you can't see in the ground. So, you know, yeah. we're, we're there to observe this stuff, but there's also third-party inspectors that need to test certain mm-hmm. items. Um, and it goes more in-depth than just that. That's just kind of a summary. Um, yeah, I hate to ask how many chapters there are if we're already up to 107 there's, or something. There's probably a lot more that I can't even like really right, right. grasp at right now. Chesapeake Bay Preservation Ordinance Act, uh, oh, or yeah. Chesapeake, yeah, that, that that's kind of a big big deal. Absolutely. Uh, preservation of the state waters. Stormwater Management or Ordinance, I guess, is another one. I think that's somewhat new as well, but that's that's kind of a big deal as well. Mm. Um, so, With all these... Uh, Codes, chapters, and books, and different kind of things. I'm, I'm sure there's got to be um, some common violations that you see, <laughs> even even with all these yes, things. Yeah, there are. Um, I would say one one of the most common ones um, would just overall be non-compliance with the approved plans. Huh. Um, most of it, or the worst of it, I guess. I mean, and this is just from what I've seen, but. Um, it's it's tied to the erosion sediment control. Um, so I guess this would be 
the, the chapter 104 of the county code, but you know, your plans literally lay out everything that you're supposed to do. It spells mm-hmm. it all out. Mm-hmm. Um, all you got to do is read them and understand them. And if you don't understand them, you know, there's there's a time prior to construction to get with your site inspector at the pre-construction right. meeting. And if you've got questions, um, ask. <laughs> exactly. And, and you know, if, if something doesn't make sense to you, I mean, that's the whole thing. It's kind of like buying a car. Right? You buy a car, you read the owner's manual. You should be reading the owner's manual, I would think. Um, same with the plan. Oh. You're going to pay an engineer. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, good money for that. And so you got to look at it. You know, read it. It's not just the, 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 the drawings and the symbols. It's also the wording that's in there, the general notes, the specific notes for the mm-hmm. project, the specifications. But if you see something, highlight it um, and get with the inspector on that. But most of it's laid out there. And we do talk about it at the pre-construction meeting. Um but one of the key things is 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 maintaining your your erosion and sediment controls while the project is active. Right. You shouldn't be waiting for the inspector to, um, you know, give you a deficiency. I mean, right. you you know, the owner, or developer, the you're seeing it every day. And, you yeah, know. and that's and that's one of the responsibilities. Um, so so that's that's probably one of the bigger things. Gotcha. Um, offsite breaches, that sort of stuff. I'd, I'd say a runner up to that would be overclearing. Oh, so. Yeah. Let's just say you got a rectangular lot and your work only requires uh, land disturbance on half of it. The other half is wooded or let's say a resource protection area. Mm-hmm. And your boundary is in that half of the lot. You stay within that boundary. Right. Don't go past that. Um, right. That could lead to um, a water quality impact assessment. It could lead to a plan revision, violation. So basically more fines, more cost to the engineer, mm-hmm. more time. So. Right. More you know, things that you don't want if you're exactly. building. Yeah, so yeah. If, if you stick to what's on the actual plans, right. you know, it's, it's never easy. It's never perfect. But you, you do what you can to stick with that and you work through it and then get done with the process. And then afterwards, there's still a proper way to do certain things. Right. So Stick to the plan. Do what's on the plan. If you don't know, ask. Exactly. Okay. Good yeah. summary. Um, how, we, we talked a little bit earlier, um, stormwater runoff. Uh, is that a concern? Is that a big concern? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, All right. So next slide. No. <laughs> well, so I mean, um, some of it would be a, a good question for like plan reviewers or maybe engineers. Um, so I guess the goal is to kind of minimize or manage me or, or manage the uh, amount of runoff that goes mm-hmm. offsite afterwards. Right. right. Um, you definitely don't want to increase it. Um, but one of the concerns, you know, is the drainage patterns coming to the actual property and, and some of it coming off the property, and that's some of the stuff that we see. And there's a lot more that goes on ahead before we actually get the plans, sure. when it's reviewed or even uh, put together. So, you know, during construction, things are much more noticeable. You know, you, you mentioned mm. that, you know, mm. when you see things, there's a lot that goes on. But like, um, you know, when it's all the exposed soils and with all the rain events, yeah. you know, we get we do get calls from homeowners about concerns with new construction. Um, and it's basically based upon what they do see or what they experience or what's impacted them. Um, and some of these owners have been in the area for some time, so they know where the water goes. They know how it's right. how it's been for years. Right. Um, so, you know, during construction, it's absolutely crucial to stay on top of maintaining your job site, especially given all the rain that we had in the last couple of years. Yeah. I mean, um, so it's it's challenging sometimes during construction due to the fact that you can't achieve the final grade per the approved plans. You know, there's a mm. there's there's a sequence of construction, right? But um, you know, we do what we can to minimize it during construction. Then afterwards. Um, we're looking to see that the water goes to where it's supposed to in the manner that it's supposed to. Um, and that's why it's actually crucial to follow your approved plans because yeah, one of the things we're looking for is to make sure that the grading is correct, that it's actually been stabilized. You've got vegetation on the site. And even during construction, if it's temporary stabilization, hmm. right, mm-hmm. that vegetation helps mm-hmm. a ton. Um, 
but you know it's I mentioned previously like stormwater um, uh, stormwater management devices and best management practices that and that's part of it as well so there's a lot that goes into it there's mm-hmm. there's a lot that happens before we get it even after we get it too right um, so it, it is it is a big deal though we're, we're trying to basically protect what's downstream and what's, you know, the adjacent right. properties, adjacent sure. neighbors, that sort of stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you said, uh, you know, before we get it, at, at what phase, you are a site inspector, at what phase do you begin site inspections? So, it pretty much starts when we get the plans. Okay. Um, you know, we do have to have a little bit of time to review the plans, let's just say like a week to kind of set up the pre-construction meeting, but there are some situations where, um, you know, we won't be contacted by the owners for some time. So when we get those plans, we should be going out before that pre-construction meeting to uh, at least get eyes on the site to get an idea, hey, mm. you know, you might see something on the plans that just, you know, wasn't quite there. Right. And, and some of that stuff comes about after you start clearing the site. Mm. Um, but uh, once we have that pre-construction meeting and once they start installing their erosion sediment controls, that's when things really start to pick up. Okay. Um, Probably one of the most important inspections we do is what we call land first, and that's after the pre-construction, meaning if everything is, um, let's say, agreed upon per the mm-hmm. approved plans, there's no changes. That's when, if everything goes off without a hitch, uh, that uh, you start installing your phase one erosion sediment controls. Okay. And that first inspection is us making sure that you did it exactly per the approved plans per DEQ specifications. Okay. And uh, that's your green light to begin with the rest of the clearing. You know, there's no clearing until that time. So that's a very important inspection. But that, once that happens, that's when we start going out there. And the inspector ought to be notified for things such as when you're going to start demoing certain items, mm. when you're going to be installing certain storm structures, sanitary structures, um, you know, subgrade, subbase, that sort right, of stuff. Right, it's it's right. just it's open communication between – and, you know, it's 2019, so now you can do text message, you can do email, you can leave voicemail. So right. there's really no excuse for it, but just keep us notified. That's that's our job is to, to come out there, not only um, for those inspections, but like, you know, after a rain event, we'll come out, you know, a runoff producing rain event. And we'll also do uh, SWIP inspections, which right. is tied to your construction general permit. Uh-huh. So, um you know, it's, there's a lot of inspections yeah. we do. Yeah, I was going to say. It's it varied, yeah. Keeping you guys busy out on the road. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. Just a bit. Uh, and I'm sure one of the uh, the inspections that uh, the builder or the, the owner is looking forward to is that final inspection. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So what do, you, what do you look for when you've, you've gone through this whole process, we're at the final inspection, what are you looking for to make sure it's, it's A-OK? In summary, I would say it's it's literally completion and compliance with your approved plans. Mm. Um, and and so once again, at that pre-construction meeting, that's that's the time. You know, everyone's got a little bit of spare time. If you if you're paying good money for a set of plans, read those plans, take notes. That's what we do. Um, and if you got questions, ask them at that pre-construction meeting. But things that we're looking for, I mean, you mentioned stormwater, so we're making sure grading is per the approved plans. Mm-hmm. If you've got, you know, SW, you know, stormwater management facilities or BMPs, best management practices, we're making sure that those things are installed per the approved plans. There are checklists mm. uh, and certifications that go mm-hmm. along with that. So, mm-hmm. and that ties in that third-party testing. So we want to make sure we've got that at a certain time. That's probably prior to. Some, in some cases, it's prior to occupancy, but definitely there for the final inspections. Okay. Um, we're looking to make sure that, like, like landscaping is installed for the approved plans. If it's an individual lot, if your mm. sump pump discharge, your sump pump is installed as far as the outlet, if that's installed correctly, nothing's going towards an adjacent property. The water's going where it's supposed to be going, how it's supposed to be going. Okay. Um, hazards, things like um, limbs on trees, that might be a potential hazard. We work with urban forestry on that. 
trip hazards, like let's say sidewalk or something like that, or like once again the grading, oh, standing yeah. water. So that that, that sort of Man, stuff. Slips, trips, and falls. Those are exactly. there's big, no fun. Yeah, no good. <laughs> um, we've only got a, a couple of minutes left, so I only have a couple more questions. Okay. Um, so I, I want to ask you about um, the types of documents and certifications that are. Um, Required, I guess that uh, that you require uh, for a site inspection and something called bearing capacity. So some of the bearing capacity stuff is, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's either more with the building inspector folks. Mm-hmm. Um, some of it, I guess, does happen before we actually get our plans. So if it's uh, you know if it's really bad soils for like let's say a building or something like that, there mm-hmm. there should be some preliminary investigations with the geotech um, to say, hey, this is what you're going to have to do gotcha. with your project. So. For what we deal with, though, um, in a situation like that, we would undercut the bad soils, put in proper mm, soils, mm-hmm. and compact it. Um, items that we do require, though, um, in some cases, delivery tickets for materials, like your stone for the roadway, your asphalt, your concrete, um, daily inspection reports, compaction reports, mm. that sort of stuff. So that's your third-party stuff, the certifications they provide. Um, and then, as we mentioned, the BMP or SWM facilities, those, those specific checklists, mm-hmm. that's a rather new thing. But those, those are the kind of things that we're looking for when we're out there, those, those documents. Right. Just making sure every uh, – make sure I get this right. Every I is dotted and every T is crossed. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. All right. Um, how do – is there a way to schedule like this, uh, like a site inspection? So, yes. Um, the easiest way is just contact your site inspector directly. Okay. okay. Um, in order to get there. Okay. So this is this this is a key thing here. So on your approved plans on the cover sheet, there's a small red stamp. Okay. When okay. we say read your plans, I mean right. p- cover to cover. Read okay. all. Small red stamp that you need to call. There's a number on there to contact uh, our okay. office to schedule a pre-com meeting. Okay. When you do that, have your plan number, have the address, have the district, um, and if you happen to get a voicemail, leave your name and number. Mm. Uh, that gets missed sometimes. So. Mm-hmm. When you actually call that in, that's going to send uh, a notification to the supervisors, the technical specialists to schedule the pre-construction meeting. At that point, we'll get with the inspectors, and they'll reach out to the actual owners. Okay, And at the pre-construction meeting or prior to that, that's the time to make the introductions to exchange information. Mm-hmm. And at some of those pre-construction meetings, you will have the supervisor. You might have the technical specialist. So exchange that information. But with these inspections, um, with your site inspector, just give them a call or send them a text or email, whatever it is. Uh, reach out to them directly. Couple different procedures for like your occupancy. There are different mm-hmm. departments to reach out to, or different numbers. Mm-hmm. But your, once again, your site inspector will have that information. So oh, that's okay. who you want to get with. I mean, so direct communication. Like a single point of contact, really. If it's you probably would. the easiest thing. Yeah. yeah. And then your backup would be like their supervisor or mm-hmm. uh, the technical specialist. You know, but but the inspectors are usually rather responsive when when getting back to people. Mm-hmm. So just give them a call. Mm-hmm. And we do have a bit of a workload, so we don't call back immediately. We can't pick up mm-hmm. the phones while we're driving. Um, right. But uh, that you leave is county policy exactly. So, but you know, if you get the voicemail, um, leave your name, number, brief message, and you know, we'll, we'll get back to right. you. Absolutely. Well, it's not like you guys are out driving around all the time, are you? I mean, come oh, on, no, not at all. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I, I mean, we use satellite imagery, <laughs> but God, I mean, that you know, huge county, four hundred and something square miles. I it mean, is. out and about all and the you time. Factor in the traffic in certain areas. I mean, right. it, it it gets intense. I mean, you know, um, your schedule can change. On the fly, well, it really can. So, yeah. but we do what we can with what we can, and yeah. we do make it happen. So. All right. So read that plan, 
um, mm-hmm. and follow that plan. Yes. A couple of the big things that I've heard that come out of this. And, Absolutely. And look for that little red stamp on the front, and it's got the contact or the, the uh, Yes, the, the that site. number. Yeah. And, and, yeah, please do that because there's a lot of stuff that can be avoided as far as, you know, violations or issues and mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. Our job is to kind of walk people through that process to help them out. So right. it only, only happens with open communication. Yeah. So it starts with that phone call to us and, and you know, just, yeah. Gotcha. A couple of other questions I wanted to ask, but we're, we're kind of out of time. But uh, uh, last 30 seconds or so, kind of give you the final thought. Anything that you wanted to make sure that you, uh, you, you got across or anything I, I really should have asked you before we wrap up? Now the, now, the key thing, I mean, I think we kind of already touched base on it, is just, you know, definitely read those plans. Follow those plans. It's there for a reason. Don't deviate from it. Um, definitely reach out to your inspector. But that's, you know, it's, that's the easiest solution to, to getting around whatever it is that you got to do. I mm-hmm. mean, the job is to get the, the job complete. Right. So, but you want to do it per those approved plans. That's, right. that's your agreement with the county saying, hey, this is what we're going to do. And a lot of issues can be avoided if we just do that. And also with the open communication as well. So don't be afraid to give us a call. I mean, that's what we're here for. Yeah, good advice. Carl Purdue, a site inspector with the Site Development and Inspections Division here on the uh, Code Talk podcast. Thank you so much. Great information. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you for having me. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. If you uh, need to get more information about site development and inspections, uh, visit fairfaxcounty.gov slash landdevelopment slash site dash development. Or you could just uh, use your favorite search engine and, uh, and search it. Uh, to reach the Site Development and Inspections Division, call 703-324-1720. I want to thank you again for listening to the Code Talk podcast, which is produced by the Fairfax County, Virginia government.